This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. Today, I'm discussing the important role of fathers and father figures with the Fathering Project's CEO, Cathy Capaliad. Cathy was appointed Chief Executive Officer at the Fathering Project in December 2019. Cathy is a skilled strategist with a highly successful track record in the private, public and NGO sectors, both locally and internationally. Cathy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Amanda. Lovely to be here and to be talking to you today. Thank you. Lovely to see you and meet you. I heard about the, the Fathering Project many years ago from actually Ian Westmoreland from Mentoring Men. Um, but then I discovered it was actually founded much earlier um, by Professor Bruce Robinson, I believe, in Western Australia. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Amanda. Um, when Bruce Robinson founded the Fathering Project, um, it was in 2013 when it was officially set up and established, his primary focus was really to help men understand just how important their role as a dad was. Right. So this drive came from his experience as a clinician. He is a cancer researcher and a physician. Yep. Um, and he was caring for seriously ill men who were um, passing away much earlier than they should be from diseases. Mm. And um, nearly every single one of them expressed um, his regret at spending too much time at work and not enough time with their children. Wow. So that sort of triggered him to set about to review the stats on the relationship between poor, absent fathering and the risks that kids might face, mm. such as drugs, um, depression, crime and other issues. And it was at that stage that we realised that the Fathering Project actually could have a major impact on Australian children. Yes. Um, if we could get to dads and father figures and help them and support them to be engaged and effective in that really primary role. Wow. We often assign to mothers. In fact, parenting, we often assign to mothers. But, of course, there is a second parent yes. who is just as important. Yes. Excellent. And that was back in 2013. I guess the profile's changed a lot since then, has it? It has. We've become a um, national organisation. So we've expanded nationally. We deliver services in every state and territory now. Mm. And um, we're engaging quite a lot of um, organisations, schools, community sporting organisations. So we're across a thousand um, schools and um, a lot of um, you know corporates and other other places where we talk to dads, and we establish dads groups as well. So yeah, it's a very different organisation now. Wonderful, and I can understand how schools would be receptive to it. I guess for the parents committee meetings and so forth. Is that where you reach fathers? Well, we do, yeah. Um, Amanda, we, we work with schools to make them more father-inclusive because schools currently engage with parents, but they often engage with the mothers, not with the fathers. Right. Um, and so we help the schools um, become more father-inclusive, but we also, uh, through the schools, get fathers engaged with their child's education. 
And the reason we do this is because when fathers are involved in their children's schooling, Mm. students get high grades, have a positive attitude to learning, they enjoy school more, they're less likely to have behavioural issues and are more likely to participate in extracurricular activities. In fact, students do better in school with fathers involved, whether or not their fathers live with them or not. So that engagement is really important for children and for schools, of course. Absolutely. When there's not a father, how do how do you work around that? When there's not a father involved, we suggest that um, there's a father figure involved. So right. an uncle, a grandfather often gets involved, Excellent. a close friend of the mum will get involved. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we should mention here that having an engaged and loving parent, mm. even one, is an incredible gift to any child. Yes, absolutely. And and I think you you covered the reason for the fathering project being um, about men rather than women is because mostly women are involved in their kids, right? That's exactly right. And um, the in fact, the influence of fathers uh, on the health and development of their children is approximately equal to that of their mothers. Yes, in so, terms of the need the, need the child has. Exactly, yeah. And and we find from our research that there's a current crisis of absent, disengaged and potentially ill-equipped fathers. They don't know what to do, mm. which means many dads, children and families are struggling. And this contributes to increased rates of mental illness, domestic violence, child neglect and disadvantage lasting for generations. Mm. In fact, um, research um, that your listeners might be interested in clearly demonstrate that fathers have a very strong influence over the mental, physical and academic outcomes of their children. Yeah, I can imagine. And, you know, the the need we have to develop our own masculine energy, whether we're male or female, comes from usually the father figure or ideally, um, and some from mum as well, who has hopefully some masculine energy too. But, you know, I often see with um, men in particular who have had an absent father, the the lack of masculine energy, the distorted masculine energy where they, they swing between aggress- aggressive and passive quite often and they don't know how to control and regulate their emotions and, you know, don't didn't identify with mum growing up necessarily and so therefore didn't develop these qualities automatically and then have to look for them later in life. And we find that, of course, children go to early learning centres and they're mostly staffed by women. Yes. Primary schools are mostly staffed by women. So if they don't have a father or a father figure in their lives, they Mm -hmm. actually have an absence of male role models. Yes. Which means that they're either, so there's a vacuum. And so in order to fill that vacuum, they're either looking to peers. Yes. Or they're looking to the internet or something like that, which, of course, is not an ideal thing. No, no. And it was Steve Biddulph, famous Australian psychologist, who wrote so much about the need boys have at all all ages for their fathers and father figures very much. And, yes, the, the turning to the internet and the increasing alarming rates of pornography, um, which particularly boys, young boys and older boys are turning to, is is really shocking and terribly worrying. It is. And, you know, if we can alleviate that vacuum by having a trusted male figure, Mm. father figure or a father, even if it's not biological father or the father doesn't live with the family, if that 
vacuum can be plugged with that male role model who is positive and trusted, mm. then that alleviates so many issues for, for our children. I think, um, you know, some of the um, research figures that we often quote is that father absence and, um, and, and present fathers who are unresponsive or disengaged from their child's needs are directly linked to school absence and dropouts. Yes. Increased mental health issues from childhood all the way through to adulthood. Yep. Increased engagement in violent crime and antisocial behavior, a higher risk of incarceration, yep. a higher likelihood of being bullied or abused. Yep. And also being victimized mm. by bullies. Yes. Increased use of cigarettes you know, uh, amphetamines, marijuana, substance abuse, basically, and increased engagement in risky sexual behaviours. Yes, oh, I believe you. Um, and as you say, for generations, these things can be um, felt reverberating down the generational lineage just from one generation once the child or the adult gets in trouble. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's it's really important for fathers and father figures to be engaged and present with their children because they have an incredible impact on their child's development, um, mental, physical, um, everything, academic yeah. development as well. It's mm. really key to this. It is, and to having relationships themselves in the future. You know, as you say, the role models, if they're not there, then and and if mum's too tired and busy to find another male partner and um, model that healthy relationship, at least if mum can be guided and encouraged to present other role models, as you say, friends, fathers, um, other you know boys or girls' fathers that are family friends and school friends. You know, it's better than nothing. Coaches that can be in the sporting arena, boys often. You know, I'm encouraging whoever's the family member to encourage the boys to really get on into sport and find a good male coach, male teacher, male sort of other interest or hobby where they can, you know, be learning from a male and bonding a little bit and, you know, getting that wonderful rapport that can teach them life skills and hold them steady a bit, someone to look up to. So joining groups and clubs, I think, as you say, safe groups and clubs, safe um, male figures, it's so important. So important. And as you know, mental health issues are such a key concern with our children. Yes. Half of all adult mental health challenges emerge before the age of 14. Mm. Um, evidence suggests that fathers who are supportive, involved and engaged provide significant protective and positive um, impacts on their children's mental health yes. throughout the course of their development. So it really is, they are key to this and they make such an impact. And one of our aims really is to make every man and father aware, and mum, of course, um, aware of how important that role is. Yeah. And it's such an opportunity for a male, a father to reparent himself by doing this for his kids. You know, if a male lacks confidence in his ability to father because he had some dysfunction in his fathering or parenting, it's an opportunity for them to really become stronger and more empowered through the process of stepping up for their kids. And that's exactly right. We say that to a lot of people that, you know, um, you know, for young people or even older people who have children now who grew up with disengaged or absent fathers, um, you know, they're not destined to become their father. No. Um, they can change this. They can yes. break that cycle and 
you know, become the fathers they wish they had. Yes. And we have many dads that we engage with who do exactly that. They say, I had a father who was abusive or or just wasn't there. Mm. And now that I have children, I'm really keen to not give them the same experience that I lived. So they're breaking those cycles of disadvantage, which That's- is incredible. It's so wonderful. And I see you've you started in 2015 the fathering project PKH. What's that about? So the fathering project PKH is preventing kids' harm. So we are a children's charity and we are a children's harm prevention charity. Wow. Because we know that um, you know, their fathers provide this protective factor and that there is a connection. Um, or there are links between positive father involvement and the absence of violence against partners and against children, as shown in multiple studies. Yes. Uh, so fathers, there, there really is a really important um, need to connect fathers in reducing, and men, of course, mm. in preventing and reducing domestic violence. Absolutely. And so many resources, I'm sure, that people can reach out to um, in the Fathering Project and in the charity as well. And they can find all of these resources on www.thefatheringproject.org. Exactly. Yeah, everything is there and they can choose when they're on that site as well to subscribe to our weekly email. It's a free email that gives them tips and tricks um, and a bit of humour and um, to volunteer, to donate, to join a dad's group. And we are a charity um, registered by the ACNC. So anything over, any donation over $2 is tax deductible. Wonderful. And to join the father's group, does that mean a male could join and be a surrogate father for a child? Wonderful. Uh, Yes, they can. As a father figure, they can become a father figure, yeah, and learn how they can support their child or the children that are around them. Because, of course, Amanda, you would know this, um, there are many men in our communities who, without realising, are father figures to children. Yes. Yes. Whether they happen to be, you know, the the coach on a Saturday morning because they happen to be the dad of one of the kids or because kids come to their house to have a swim or have a play in the backyard, they are role modelling good fathering to all the children, not just to their child. So by default, they are father figures to a lot of children. And we just we want them to be conscious of that so that they, you know, role modelling in a very positive way. Beautiful. And are you seeing that the breakdown of fathering is is actually getting worse, do you think? Or is it just we've got an increasing population, so there's more data available? Um, we're finding that um, fathers, there's more divorce, of course, which yes. means that um, their fathers uh, can be less engaged with their children because they're not living in the same space as their children in the same environment as their children so those fathers really have to make a special effort to be engaged and effective fathers they can do it um even from a distance but um you know we're finding definitely higher divorce rates and we're finding that um you know there's there's a lot of struggle currently in families generally yeah that is creating issues um you know there's a um there's changing um Traditional family stereotypes are changing and gender roles are changing and many fathers and father figures are struggling to fulfil 
the joys as well as the challenges and responsibilities of being an effective parent. Yeah, and with our resilience low since the pandemic, that's the extra burden on fathers as well and families and kids, of course. Absolutely. And the kids, of course, they don't have a choice about any of this. No. But we need to provide as much support as we can to understand what their needs are and provide the support and meet their needs um, at every level. Oh, look, it's such wonderful work you do, Cathy. And I wonder, as I'm asking my guests, what makes you psyched for life? Oh, thank you, Amanda. Um, look, having good relationships with family and friends um, psychs me up for life, definitely. Mm-hmm. Staying healthy and happy yes. and at a professional level, making a difference in people's lives, which is what I do. So I'm really psyched with the work that I do. Oh, look, congratulations. And thank you for coming and joining us on the podcast and your wonderful information and work. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you for your time and thank you for your listeners as well. If anything discussed in this podcast has caused you concern or distress, contact your general practitioner or health provider. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 397 or visit www.findapsychologist.org.au. If you or someone you know is in crisis, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14 and Kids Helpline, again 24-7 on 1800 1800 and both are free of charge. To find out more about me, please visit my website dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me.